This is like one of those things. Like the great thing about having a podcast is anytime oh, anything, anything shit yeah, happens, you're like, oh, it's great content great for the pod. Content. Do it for the pod. But then it also makes us do really fun things that we wouldn't usually do. So we like might get a really good story out of it. Exactly. This was not one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. siblings welcome to another episode of over drinks this week we're going to be talking Ooh, she's about going smooth jazz oh we haven't brought the smooth jazz back for we a while for a hot yeah smooth jazz with lauren and chloe um that made my brain feel nice oh yeah we'll just talk today. like this for the whole episode no you're not doing it anymore okay. it. well today we're going to be talking about cheating how did you catch the cheater and signs. I'm making cheating. so many sounds over here. Yeah, can you just relax <laughs> over there? She's like cracking her knuckles. <laughs> She's got really like. She's refurbishing the chair. <laughs> oh my God, relax <laughs> over there. <laughs> All right. Now, are you ready, Claire? Just I'm ready. Be relaxed. All right. So we're going to start with signs. 15 signs, actually, that somebody's cheating. 15. There's so That's many a lot signs. Of signs. There's so, like, I reckon I, there's more signs there. They're cheating, it's basically <laughs> anything they do, it's a sign that they're cheating. Basically, everyone's just cheating on everyone. Everyone's a cheater. Well, monogamy's not real. I heard that they reckon. <laughs> they reckon. <laughs> Who's they? Who's the over drinks girls? They talk a lot. They, they reckon, talk a lot too. Yeah, they do. They reckon that it's close to 50% of people cheat, cheat. or have cheated. That is terrifying. Mm. I feel like it's getting higher these days. Yeah, I don't know whether it's it actually is getting higher these days or it's being spoken about more these days or people are finding out easier or mm. what. Because I know like back in the day it was normal, like in the even in the fifties. Fourteen hundreds. They were wild for it. They were all doing it. They're all sleeping with peasants and knights. Knights? Fourteen hundreds? I don't know. I don't know, my decades. Yeah. Fourteen hundreds would be medieval, wouldn't it? I don't know. I've got no idea. We're not, We're not gonna fetch <laughs> I feel like I'm not here right now. Hey, we haven't done a hungover episode in a while. Yeah, but only half of us are hungover. <laughs> That's fifty percent. Yeah, just like fifty percent. That's gonna be the theme for the day. Fifty percent. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started in the stone cold facts, what are we drinking, Lozzie? Well, we thought you know on theme we'd go with some dun dun dun. dun. Because of the song. He's trying to have an affair on his wife. And his wife is trying to have an affair on him, as it turns out. So Mm. we thought the Pina Colada song was like a little bit cheetah vibes. So we thought it would be perfect for this episode. Mm. If you like Pina Coladas and getting caught in the rain. If you're not into yoga. (laughs) I should sing like... Hey, na, na, it's my Courtney Love voice. Do you reckon? That was so nice. <laughs> it did. Did it sound like Courtney Love? Yeah, it did. Mm. That's definitely a Courtney Love voice. Yeah, if I was a singer, that would be the route that I would take. Mm. Vibe. But just transport us back into the 90s. Yeah. Fuck. 
All right, uh, here's with you 15. We got really <laughs> distracted then. Anyway, I don't want to be like singing on the podcast. I don't know if just leave that in there, but anyway. All right, so the 15 signs someone is cheating. And if your partner is doing one of these, 100% they're cheating. There's no, <laughs> there's no gray area there. It's black and white. They're cheating. No, no, no. So some of these are like a pretty good chance that there's something up or they're cheating. But some of them you need like others as well to mm. back it up. It can't just be mm. they're doing this and then they're cheating. So use your own discretion, guys, boys and girls, with these signs. But once again, we're not experts here, although we kind of are at this point, aren't we? So mm. we don't need to give that disclaimer anymore. I think we've we've proven ourselves as experts <laughs> in every field. So life. especially cheating. especially cheating. To be honest, <laughs> we're really good at cheating. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> I'm getting cheated on. All right, so. Number one, they are overly possessive or jealous. Mm, That's a good one. All right. Number two, they are insecure about your relationship or are constantly accusing you of cheating or acting suspicious of you. And this is because if they're doing the wrong thing, then they assume that the other person is doing the wrong thing too. So Mm. if they're being super suspicious of you and you're not doing anything wrong and you're like, why are you being so paranoid? Mm. And you know that you're not like breaking any rules or Mm. you're being loyal then maybe I'm not breaking any rules. I'm not breaking any rules of this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, they are weird about their phone. Mm, This is a big one. Yeah. This is one that like, if they were just doing this, Mm. then you could be like, oh, okay. Because the others, maybe they have like hectic trust issues or something. Mm. So it might not necessarily mean that they're cheating. This one, if they're acting weird about their phone, this is a big red flag. Mm. So if they're weird about their phone, they're secretive about it, they have it with them 24-7, even when they go to the bathroom or the shower. Mm. I always have my phone with me, but that's because I'm always You're listening. always cheating on people. <laughs> because I'm just always cheating on people. So that's how I know that this is true. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> on all my boyfriends. I'm cheating on you all. No, so I am like usually listening to a podcast and stuff, but just say like I had a boyfriend and they were over. I wouldn't be like listening to a podcast. So there would be no reason for me to like have my phone. Yeah, exactly. So that's a bit of a red flag. Another one is if they like, now I do this sometimes if I'm like talking to someone, if I'll flip my phone over so that I don't get distracted by the screen and Mm. I can fully give the other person my attention. Mm. But then some people reckon if they're doing that, that's a bit sus as well. (laughs) You're kind of killing all of I know, I'm just (laughs) just But the other one is if they're constantly tilting the screen away, like they're actually on their phone, Mm. but they're tilting the screen away. My ex used to do that whenever he was in the boys group chat. And I was like, why are you tilting it away from me? Yeah, that's sus. What is going on on that group chat that I can't see? Yeah. You big sus weirdo. Yeah, because then it just makes you feel a bit suspicious as well. Mm. Like, don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be, be I've suspicious. been seeing that all day today. <laughs> what were you doing? I've been suspicious. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, because you weren't even thinking anything of it. But then if they're, like, fully hiding their screen yeah. and stuff, like, I think that's weird. So, number four. They are insecure in themselves and have a fragile self-esteem. So if they're a very insecure person and they have like a fragile self-esteem that is easily influenced by external factors and Mm. other people, then they're more likely to cheat Mm. because cheating, yeah, they need validation from other people. Exactly. And your love and your relationship might not be enough for them. Mm. And that's not your fault. That's their fault. Yes. Number five, their dating profile is still up. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) No, they create a dating profile while they're dating. That's a bit of a red flag. (laughs) 
I wasn't too sure about it when this happened to me. But. <laughs> no, so they haven't actually deleted or deactivated their dating profile. They've just mm. started like seeing someone and they just haven't gone back on it. Mm. So that's their excuse because I've heard this happen to a lot of people. And you think it's obvious, but it's not obvious because mm. they always get away with it. And obviously way worse is they still have the app on their phone, mm. but they just – I'm doing quotation marks, guys – they just never use it or they just haven't deleted it, but you see it on their phone. So that's us. If you're in a relationship, why would you even want the app? Exactly. If there's any apps on my phone that I don't use at least once a week, I delete them. I like need to flush that stuff really? out all the time. Yeah. I actually did a deep clean of my phone last night. I wasn't really deleting that many phones, but I put... <laughs> deleting that many phones? I wasn't deleting too many phones, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, no, I wasn't deleting too many apps, but I was moving them all into the extra oh, yeah. folder. See, my home screen is Yeah, no, seeing your home blank. screen makes me really nervous when I try and find an app on your phone. Because as you can see, there's, there's nothing a search to bar there, Lauren. Use the search bar. Yeah, well, but that's just weird. But I just know where everything is anyway. So scroll. Yeah, because you're Airbnb. I use that weekly. <laughs> <laughs> you just said if you haven't been using it. so I was joking. I'll have to delete it. Yeah. That's I'll one that you need. I'll watch you delete it. We're talking about rules, Chloe. <laughs> All right. I'm breaking them. <laughs> She's a rule breaker. Okay, so that's a pretty obvious one. But sometimes they, <laughs> if they go on a date. I feel pretty, yeah. <laughs> Someone else? <laughs> then they're probably cheating. But they probably need to be doing a few more of these for you to be really sure. <laughs> if you come home and they're in bed with someone, they, they may might be cheating. cheating. <laughs> Don't jump that's to conclusions. Yeah, exactly. Hear them out. <laughs> There's always exceptions to every rule. It could be their cousin and they just needed a place to stay. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) This is the Turning the Blind Eye podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Should do an episode on that. (laughs) Just make excuses. Oh, well, I think I might laugh on today. You need. If you need a good excuse for getting out of like a sticky situation with your girlfriend or boyfriend, come to us and we'll give you a great, believable excuse. <laughs> or actually on that, yeah. speaking of cheating, mm. someone I know was cheating on her boyfriend. <laughs> what was that? Yes, she did. She goes, someone I know was uh, cheating on her boyfriend. It's like it revolted every, every cell in your body or something. She was cheating on her boyfriend with a guy, like, continually. Yeah, having a... Got chlamydia family. from that guy. And then her boyfriend got chlamydia. And her boyfriend was like, how the hell did I get chlamydia? Because I'd been together She's for, like, like it was years. a toilet seat. And, no, and she went to a doctor and, went like, when her doctor told her that she had chlamydia, she was like, oh, my God, how am I supposed to tell my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, sometimes symptoms can come up way later in guys, so get him to come to me and I'll just tell him that, like... Oh my god, the doctor fully had her back. Doctor had her back. What the fuck? Yeah, so he fully These dirty her. doctors. Yeah, well he was a man, so of course yeah, he did. Yeah, wow. And he was wow. also probably trying to sleep with my friend too. Yeah, it's while like, he's here, take these antibiotics and then <laughs> and <laughs> How crazy is that story? That is crazy. That's wild. (laughs) I thought you were going to say she like gaslighted him into thinking that he gave her chlamydia or something Uh, like that. But no, no, no. You can use that that as well. You can gaslight. We gave you like lots of (laughs) ways that you can do that in the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the science. Okay. So number six. 
They start having extreme mood swings or they pick fights with you and blow up over small things. What they're trying to do is actually have a fight that can be a reason for them breaking up with you rather than them having to have the balls to like sit you down and be like, not necessarily confess that they're cheating, but they're not happy in the relationship Mm. and they want to end it. Mm. So they try and like force a fight. So then that ends the relationship rather than them having to be like truthful or Mm. like honest about anything. Because they're weak. Yeah. Number seven, which goes on from number six, they bait you to start the fight. So they're constantly saying things that they know trigger you so that you'll start the fight and then you'll be the one that breaks up with them. Jesus. Number eight, they cheated before in previous relationships. So you're aware Mm. that they cheated. The old saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. Once again, not necessarily true, but could be. More often than not, probably is. Number nine, they cheated with you. So they cheated on their ex mm. with you. And there's another old saying, I'm just going to be popping out the sayings all that. How you got them is how you'll lose them. Not always mm. the case. Once again, there's always exceptions to the rule. But if you started seeing someone or started sleeping with someone when they had a partner and then you're dating them, it's hard then to get them to completely commit to a monogamous relationship when you almost like set a precedent early on that you were okay with cheating. Mm. Like not, but like, you know, like Mm. it's kind of... And also Mm. you can't be totally naive about the fact that if they were cheating when they got with you, that they would never do it to you, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Number 10, they suddenly start going out more or have like an increased interest suddenly in like going Mm. out all the time with their friends and stuff and going out without you. So they were like really keen for ages on just staying at home and chilling or just having quiet nights or going out once in a while. And now all of a sudden they're going out every single weekend, multiple nights. They're Mm. staying out until 4 a.m. and they weren't doing that before. So Mm. there's a change in behavior. Okay, so number 11, they have a makeover. They change their look or suddenly start making more of an effort with their appearance. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah, and even in hindsight, looking back at my relationship, me and my girlfriends always joke about how like my boyfriend like (laughs) changed when he got this haircut do you remember the haircut he got it was kind of like a justin bieber haircut and all of a sudden he had like at that point he started dressing a bit differently he got like way more confident and stuff and he just like started changing like his personality just slowly started changing i don't remember the haircut but i do remember when he started changing i was just Mm. like oh my god he's such a loser now yeah he changed so much all right so from that Number 12, you notice changes in their personality. They're acting cocky or arrogant or just completely changing from like a quiet person to suddenly loud and life of the party Mm. and stuff like that. Like there's like a sudden change in their personality. Number 13, the sex has dropped off without any obvious reason. Once again, this isn't always a sign of cheating. There could be something else going on behind the scenes, but Mm. that can be a sign because they're getting sex from somewhere else Mm. or they're like interested in someone else and they're losing like physical interest in you or they even feel like if they were to sleep with you now, they would be cheating on that other person. Number 14, they suddenly start showing less interest in you and the relationship. So they used to be like, you know, hanging off your every word and really interested in everything. And now suddenly like you're trying to have a conversation with them and they're just like scrolling on their phone, not paying attention to you and stuff like that. Mm. They're not making effort with like date nights and stuff. Mm. They're suddenly the things that used to get in like normal couple relationship arguments about. They're like not even bothering with anymore because Mm. they're checked out of the relationship. It's so fucked up. I just don't understand why people cheat. Just break up with them. I know. It's not that hard. I know. I mean, breaking up with someone is a very hard thing to do. Yeah, exactly. But, (laughs) so don't do it. Just cheat and get caught out. Yeah, exactly. Let them break up with you when they find out you cheated. (laughs) And And give them like serious fucking issues for the rest of their life. (laughs) Exactly. Number 15, the last one, and this is probably the most important one. 
to pay attention to, your gut is telling you there's something wrong. Mm. Our gut is almost always right in these situations. So if you find yourself becoming like paranoid and you think that there's something wrong and you just like have this weird feeling that they're cheating and this is out of the blue as well. You don't have like usually crazy trust issues and, mm. and assume that everyone's cheating and everyone's going to do you wrong. This is like something new and suddenly you find yourself like getting super suspicious and you're snooping through their phone and yeah. you never normally do that. It's like such a sign that they've not only is it very likely that they're doing something to make you feel that way because your gut and your intuition is like sending you signs, but they're bringing out the worst in you. You're not a person that not yeah. normally goes through someone's phone and is like a paranoid psycho, but suddenly you're going through their phone and going through the apps and stuff like that and you would never normally do that. Yeah. You're like embarrassed to tell people that you would ever do that, but the only reason you're doing it. And always, well not always, but almost all of the time when you do that, when you look for something, you find something. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the reason that you like went looking in the first place mm. because deep down you knew that something was there and mm. then you find it. And there are 15 signs that someone's cheating. Stunning. Once again, take it all with a grain of salt, guys. They're probably not <laughs> cheating on you. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. So, guys, we also have a bunch of stories now of how people caught the cheater. Some of these are... Are you cheating on me? Why are you turning your phone over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a bridge from coast to coast. You are making a bridge. Isn't it cute? It is cute. I thought the same thing. It reminds me of the bridge in... Telebithia? Bridge to Terabithia. Telebithia? Telebithia? Telebithia sounds better. It does. What bridge does it remind you of? Um, tomorrow when the war began. I don't know why. Oh, I totally see that. Totally <laughs> right? Tomorrow when the war began bridge. Because <laughs> it's yellow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Should we bomb it? Yeah, so now we've got a bunch of stories of people, how they caught the cheater, how they found out someone's cheating. And some of these are either they were the one that got cheated on or mm. they were getting with someone and they found out the person was cheating with them. Mm. Like I've got a couple that person. aren't proper cheating stories, but Same. they're like enough. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it's not what we want in a relationship. And also it's just like gives people a bit of an idea of how they can sense when something is a bit sus too. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we've been wondering when we're going to tell this story because it's definitely good content for the podcast. <laughs> this is like one of those things, like the great thing about having a podcast is anytime oh, anything, anything shit yes. happens, you're like, oh, it's great content great for the pod. Content. Do it for the pod. It's all good. Like content for the pod. Mm. And they, even like all our friends now, when something like bad happens either to them or usually to us, <laughs> usually to us, the shit doesn't <laughs> No, but like usually when bad stuff happens to us, they will be like, oh, it's oh, all for it's the pod, a, yeah. like content for the pod. But then it also makes us do really fun things that we wouldn't usually do because we like, might get a really good story out of it. Exactly. This was not one of those things. <laughs> I, not long ago, obviously, got out of a relationship and I haven't wanted a relationship since then. I'm really enjoying being by myself and having time by myself. But there was a boy that came along and it was quite soon after my ex. And so I was very open and upfront about just wanting it to be casual and fun and nothing serious, mm. which it was at the beginning. But then he started like messaging me every single day and he was very open about him not wanting it to be casual yeah. as it got like further in and then you started seeing each other more often seeing each other more and more often I he remember was, saying to you like I can tell you're going to catch feelings if you keep hanging out with yeah and and I was like, like no, no, catch feelings. no you, like, you can't hang out with someone that often and not catch feelings I was like <laughs> watch, watch me, me. <laughs> <laughs> and I did I watched you catch feelings <laughs> anyway 
And then it started getting a little bit too quick for what I was feeling. And he would like drunkenly tell me that he loved me and stuff. And I was Mm. like, oh God, I'm so not there yet. Like this is a lot. And then after a couple months of seeing him, I started to catch like feelings. And I was like, oh, maybe I could like be in a relationship with him. And then he kind of brought up the conversation one night and I was like, oh yeah and then as soon as he was like also oh, like boyfriend and girlfriend now I like kind of panicked and I was like oh and he's like oh we don't have to put like labels on it but as long as we're exclusive it was like he was the one that said that yeah and I was like and yeah like, okay no uncertain terms you were exclusive yeah and then even the next morning I started freaking out because I was like oh my god I really don't want to be in a relationship like I think it's too soon and as well something that I thought was really weird is that he used to always tell me that like when he told his friends that we were seeing each other that they'd be like oh you know don't fuck this up like she's a really good girl blah 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 she's, she's been, been through a lot yeah. yeah and I at the time I was like oh like people love me <laughs> That's yeah. such a thing. I didn't view that as a bad sign about it's like a red flag but now yeah, looking back yeah. on it obviously they were being like do not fuck this up like you always do yeah. like make sure you're careful with this anyway his family was airbnb their place and so he was going to stay with me for two weeks over Christmas as well over Christmas and New Year's and then it was just before Christmas it was like two days before Christmas the night before he's meant to be staying with me for two weeks he went out for like some Christmas thing with his family in the city and was like messaging me cute shit while he was out and drunk I didn't think anything weird was happening because I thought he was at a family thing and then the next morning I'm like working from home and I go on Instagram and I've got like a message request and I was like oh random and I like went into it and it was from a girl that I used to know somebody that I used to know (laughs) and I open it and it's like this huge paragraph and I was like oh my god this is so random and then I just see his name and I was like And I started laughing to myself. Like, I was like, what the fuck happened? And then she was like, it was last night. And I was like, wait, wasn't he at a family thing? This is so random. And then I, like, read the proper message. And I'm so glad that I read it when I did because I was working from home that day and I was by myself all day. And she sent it to me in the morning, but I read it, like, way later in the afternoon, Mm. like 4.30. And on Fridays we clock off 5 anyway. But it was such, like, hectic news. And I was like, thank God that I saw it at the end of the day. And I read this message and I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And I just start cracking up. Yeah, and then I FaceTime you and I was like... You were laughing. Hysterically laughing. I was like, oh, my God, look at what I just sent you. And you were like, wait, what the fuck is happening right now? And I was like, I'm so confused. Like, I don't get it. And then I was like, I replied to her and I was like, ha ha, what the fuck? Can you call me? I'm not mad at you at all. I just want to know the details. And she immediately calls me and she was like telling me everything. Apparently he was like begging to go home with her. Apparently he'd been messaging her for like weeks leading up to it. And, like and the worst part was like as well. emojis and stuff into DMs. Yeah. Peach, eggplant, water drop emojis. Oh like, my God. Ew. The worst combo. <laughs> the worst combo. Anyway, and apparently as well, what I think the worst part is, is like if they had been messaging for months and then they just didn't stop messaging when we became exclusive, I would care less about that. But they started messaging like two weeks before this, which was after we became exclusive. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, that's so weird. You're the one that wanted to do this relationship. I said from the beginning what I wanted and I didn't want a relationship. You like were the one that... Totally. And this is what we've said so many times and we're even like talking to dad about it. Well, I was talking to dad about it before you were coming over, I think. Mm. And he was saying, which is so true, he's like, I don't understand... If you want to be in a casual relationship, you don't want to be exclusive. That's but you good. know what I think it but is? But don't go and freaking tell them that you want to be exclusive. Yeah. You don't want to see anyone else. You're in love with them. You want to spend Christmas with their family. <laughs> All this stuff. When really you 
just want to be sleeping around. Is that he was going away for a bit and he wanted to do long distance while he was away. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Is before we're exclusive. And Mm. I was like, I don't want to do long distance. Like, I just got out of a relationship. I don't even really want a relationship. Mm. I definitely don't want a long distance relationship. Anyway, it was just so intense. But then he was coming over to my house that afternoon to stay with me for two fucking weeks over Christmas and New Year's. Actually, he invited me to have dinner with his parents that night. And so he was picking me up to go have dinner with his parents. And he came over and I had the girls over because we were like, let's go out tonight now instead. So he came over thinking I was all dressed up to go out for dinner with his family. But I was all dressed up to go out because I just found out and I was ending it with him. And he comes over and the worst part was that he was so normal. He like comes yeah. in and he's like, there's like no sign of it. Hey, he wasn't look- doing any of the 15 signs. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and he's like, hey, you look beautiful. And like, look at my phone. Do you want to go through my phone? <laughs> Went to kiss me on the lips. So I like turned my head and kissed me on the cheek. And I was like, how was last night? And he was like, oh, it was good. And I was like, oh, well, where did you end up? Were you at your family thing all night? And he was like, oh, no. Like just trying to see random. whether he, he would. Was gonna tell yeah. me. And then he was like, no, super random. And we ended up going out in the city, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my and then I was like, did you see anyone last night? And he's like, uh, no one that you'd know. Why? And I was like, did you see? Bleep. <laughs> and then his face dropped. He was like, why? And I was like, I think you know why I'm asking. And you know like, why. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> yeah. And then he was just like full narcissist about it. And then I was like, anyway, this is done. You fucking weirdo. Get the hell out of my house and you're not staying here for two weeks. And so then, you could go be homeless as well as a cheater. <laughs> and then he left for like two hours and then came back and was like crying. And I was like, there's such fake tears. Get the hell out of my house. Good times. Yeah. But then I think as well, looking back on it, I don't really have hard feelings for him because now looking back on it, it was what I needed at the time. I mm. needed a distraction and it was a good distraction. It was keeping my mind off me being sad about my relationship. And I mean, I don't think it was like, I think I was so caught up in like the You were getting love bombed probably as well. Yeah, yeah. Which we spoke about last week. It's very easy to get caught up in. If someone's like telling you how great you are all the time and telling you how much they love you and how obsessed they are with you, mm. of course you're going to be like, oh, wow, I feel really good. This yeah, is great. that's right. I am incredible. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you make me feel so good. This mm. is what I need. Like, blah, mm. blah, you know. Anyway, was what I needed at the time you know what I think it is as well I reckon that guys have this thing about their egos like we were saying before I reckon boys whether they are planning from the beginning that they want to be exclusive with you or not but I reckon they're like I want multiple people but I don't want you to have multiple yeah they want to lock you down yeah so you you won't be going around with other people yeah you're all mine yeah but I want to have as many people as I want exactly so that's why they like lie about wanting this exclusivity it's like they just want you to be exclusive they don't really want a monogamous relationship they just want you You not to be be yeah exactly Boys suck. You all suck. Boys are the worst. Except for the ones that listen to overdrinks. Yeah. I think looking back now as well, I mean, it's easy to say it in hindsight, but I don't think the feelings that I thought I had at the time, they were nowhere near as strong as I thought that they were yeah. at the time. Yeah. I really butchered the way that I said <laughs> No, that, I know exactly you know what you mean. mean. Don't worry about it for the audience. I'm still. <laughs> 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 just us to having a conversation. Yeah, exactly, it feels like that. I'm the dumb. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, good riddance, Chloe. Good riddance on the bigger and better things. Yes. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If you want to hear my stories, I could say them again, but if you want to hear my cheating stories about how I found out that my ex 
and others were cheating ex or even ex and ex, exes or even jades as well you can go back and listen to episode seven back in the day it was one of the first episodes we did Cute. and the episode's called we've all had to kiss a few toads episode number seven so you can go back and listen to some of those wild fucking stories <laughs> but right now we're just going to be reading other people's anniversary of nothing we love a title So I'd been with my boyfriend for about one year and we were taking a trip to Santa Cruz for our one year anniversary. The night before we left, I was having a party with my teammates at my house and he had a party he was going to, a friend of a friend I'm pretty sure. Later in the night, I messaged just checking in and got no reply. I called and got nothing. We had find my friend, so I checked to see where he was at, maybe driving home, and it said he was at another apartment complex nearby. I called again and no answer. About 10 plus calls later, I gave up. He calls me back at about 1 or 2 a.m. saying he had lost his phone before he went into the party and that's why he missed the calls. I was kind of sus and low-key knew at that point that something was up. At about 2 a.m. he came home and I was still up. I was so tired that we both headed to bed. He crashed straight away but still had his phone laying in the bed so I took it to put it on charge and saw a message that said, it was good seeing you tonight though. So automatically I was sus. I opened his phone and saw the messages between this girl and him. She was saying all this stuff like, I'm so sorry nothing happened tonight. I just want to make sure you like me for me and not my body. Oh gosh. Basically, I know. Basically everything indicating that he had gone over there to sleep with her. So I woke his ass up and started asking, who the fuck is this? And tell me the fucking truth right now. He basically denied it until I told him I had seen the messages. So it was his chance to come clean. He told me some bullshit story about how she was someone from high school who was really struggling and he'd gone over there to help her at the party and that nothing happened. I said, I fucking know nothing happened because I've read the messages. He then proceeded to beg and tell me I'm the best thing that had ever happened to them and that he was so sorry and he loved me and all this other bullshit. Anyway, long story short, caught him out in a lie and even him talking was enough for me to say see ya. Remember, ladies, emotional cheating is still fucking cheating. Mm, 100%. Yeah, even if nothing physical actually did happen, Mm. when the intent is there or the messages are Mm. there and there's feelings there, it's just... Well, that's that's like... Have we talked about... um, Have we talked about it? (laughs) I think we have talked about it. The guy that was messaging me that had a girlfriend? But update on that story, guys. The girl forgave him and took him back. So we. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. I I haven't heard anything. You know. No. Yeah, so apparently she's decided to stay with him after we... We did all that. So basically, guys, we tracked down the girlfriend. Mm. It turned out that we had mutual friends and one of our best friends has a mutual friend that is really good friends, mutual with, friends her. with her. Yeah. yeah. And so she ended up calling her and telling her and basically, yeah, she decided either not to believe it or to forgive him and stay with him. So that's always the risk of when you do tell them. Mm. I still think that you probably should in most cases tell the girlfriend, but there is always the risk that they're going to stay with them anyway and then you've just been like this third party that's kind mm. of like got involved and then, yeah, people can like say shit about you or whatever. But I wonder it's always if he still has the, the right fake thing. Instagram. Let me have a look. Also, that was Probably the very next guy that I was talking to after yes. being cheated on myself. My first boyfriend and I started dating when I was in high school. We were about two years in and by this point I had started uni. I was doing a course that he had done a few years prior. One day I was over at his and he was in the shower and I went to send myself some of his notes from his laptop and I went into the folder on his laptop titled uni. 
but it wasn't uni notes. Oh, it was about God. 50 nude photos. Oh my God. Of girls uni. that I knew from around my area that he had saved and kept. Oh, no. I what? I freaked out and left disgusted, but I didn't break up with him because I was young and it was my first relationship. He ended up coming over with chocolates and flowers to apologize, and we broke oh, up a year later. Slimy. See, they've ended up breaking up a year later yeah, anyway. She's wasted Imagine a year later. finding that. How icky would you feel? Oh, my God. That's so sus as well, like titled under like a uni, secret title in yeah. uni, thinking, oh, my parents won't go into this. And poor like thing is like literally just trying to send herself uni yeah. notes, not snooping. She's oh just like, oh, my God. here's a folder called uni. Yeah. <laughs> Random. Vagina. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is hectic. Mm. Okay. Next story. So I'd been dating this guy for a little while. It was during the peak of COVID. So things were a little bit more intense than normal. Think five kilometer radius, dates only with them at their house, etc. He was quite keen to make it official slash take it further. But I was a little reluctant. Once again, the guy's the one that's really Mm. keen to make it official. One Friday afternoon, I was over at his place and we were both working remotely. His dad calls, who lives in New Zealand, and as the call starts, this guy says to me, oh yes, I can introduce you to my dad over the phone, he's calling. (laughs) He then proceeds to put his dad on loudspeaker and does not follow the number one rule of loudspeaker, tell the other person they are on loudspeaker. (laughs) Anyway... The usual hellos happen with the father and son, and then the guy says he wants to introduce his dad to me. Before I get the chance to say hi, mind you, I'm severely uncomfortable already and don't want to say hi, the dad goes, how is she there? There's five kilometer radius restrictions at the moment. The guy then proceeds to say, what do you mean? She's from Manly. She's allowed to be here. The dad pauses in shock and then says, but she's from Queensland. How did she get across the border? Oh my God. Side note, it is still on loudspeaker. Take that shit to the other room, man. Mm -hmm. And there you have it. The dad revealed that the son was indeed with someone from Queensland and kept it a secret the whole time. Hashtag loudspeaker fails. Oh, God. This guy is, number one, a fucking idiot. Way too cocky and confident that he doesn't think he's going to get caught out like Mm. that. And number two, dad, shut up. Seriously. Or turn the phone off loudspeaker at this point. As soon as he starts saying, like, sounding, like, slightly confused. Like, good that he didn't. So she got to hear everything and then she got to end it. But they're both idiots. Far out. Seriously. I mean. Men. Well, first of all, men. (laughs) Second of all. Guys, we're just joking with the whole men thing, but not really. Ellie, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next story. Short and very not sweet. So I was dating a guy for about a year. One day I got really weird thrush and a bad UTI. I didn't think much of it, but they wouldn't go away. <laughs> really weird thrush and bad UTI. I can see where this is going. <laughs> but they wouldn't go away for a few weeks. Then my friend said it could be an STD. So I went and got checked and it turned out I had gonorrhea. Oh my, my god, fucking... did Harry Styles sleep with her? Yeah. <laughs> my fucking boyfriend had been cheating on me and gave me gonorrhea. Oh my god, gonorrhea just sounds so hectic. It sounds so hectic. I actually Googled it to be like, what? We what Googled it. dealing with? Because I didn't, like, we Googled it when we UTI. did the, what, what would you, would you rather, remember? And we were yeah. like, and by the way, guys, Harry Styles does not have gonorrhea. I mean, he probably does, but we're not saying that he does. Maybe he's it had was it a in the past. would you rather? Would you rather sleep with Donald Trump's son or Harry Styles and he gives you gonorrhea? But 
when we looked it up, it wasn't as intense as we'd been expecting. It wasn't as intense yeah, as Yeah, and you take, sounds. like, a couple pills and you're sweet. Yeah, a lot of them are like that, I think. Mm. You just don't want, like... Yeah, the big, the big one. <laughs> AIDS. Yeah. Oh, that's Although crazy. AIDS is pretty chill these days, too. I'm pretty sure AIDS is, like, no, no, no. you just take a pill every now and then. HIV. You can be HIV positive and not have AIDS, but if you have HIV and then you contract AIDS, it's pretty much... I don't know if it's quite the death sentence that it used to be, mm. but it's um, like an immune disease where it's like much easier for you to die from other things. Did you know that they have a pill for gay men to take? Yes. To stop them from getting AIDS? Yeah. It's called, like, um, PrEP. PrEP, yeah. One of my yeah, friends prep. takes it. I did not realise that mm. at all until recently. Women can't take it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Of course. I know. God, doctors only oh, care about yeah. men. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Anti-men <laughs> podcast. Like, we really are turning into one of those Charles, yeah. frat boy yeah. women belong yeah. in the streets. Yeah. They belong in the kitchen. <laughs> Men belong. I don't know where they belong, but it's, it's they don't not belong it, inside us. That's for sure. All right, this one that was is a really short. funny joke, and you didn't laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a better response. Oh, Thank you. So good, Chloe. Oh my god, you should start stand up. I couldn't do stand up. That's like terrifying. Maybe that we should do that for the podcast. You said we're always putting ourselves in situations to make content for the pod. That could be your thing. No, I want to do like the psychic thing. That yeah, we have to do that. All right. Next story. This is another short one. I've got a couple of short ones. This was a short high school relationship, but I put two and two together and found out he was cheating when I saw that two weeks after we broke up, he was in Thailand with another girl. Oh my God. Two weeks after. Jesus. That is so wild. That's pretty intense for a high school relationship as well. Mm. All right. Oh, that's That's the story. (laughs) I told you it was short. Okay, my next one. I'd been in a relationship for about a year when I picked up my boyfriend from the airport after he'd been on a boys trip in America. I hate driving through the city and it was peak hour, so we pulled over and he drove the rest of the way home. I went on his phone to change the song and as I was scrolling to find Spotify, I saw that he had Hinge downloaded on his phone. When I confronted him, he said, oh, it was a joke because all the boys were doing it over there. Oh my so God, I made that's him not show- a freaking good excuse. I don't get it. So I made him show me the app and he had fully created a profile and had even been messaging people. Oh my God, no. He even used photos that I had taken on him. Oh my God, no. On the profile. That's what old mate do. Mm. I made him drive back to his house, get out of the car and I broke up with him that night and I haven't spoken to him since. (laughs) Good work. Good girl. I would have fucking left him in the city though. Jesus. That's so not a good excuse. Like, oh, we were all doing it as a joke. Mm. You should be like, oh, I haven't like even... Oh, I don't know. I haven't deleted it yet. We already said that was a bad sign. For a year? For a year, They've been yeah. in a relationship for a year. <laughs> he never deletes his apps. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't cleaned it He's out. really attached to his apps. And she goes on there and there's a photo from like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, babe. <laughs> don't worry, I'll never cheat on you. All right. This is another really short one. So I had a situation ship with this guy. He was my next door neighbor, by the way. I thought I was the only girl he was seeing. I was super young and naive. And one night I heard moans coming from his house, had a little look over my balcony and safe to say I was not the only girl in his life oh with a broken heart emoji. Oh my God. What a fucking idiot when it's your next door neighbor that you're seeing. Idiot. How 
How confronting would that be? I know. I mean, finding out that someone's cheating on you is gross enough. But, but not being like, see it yes, physically. And hear the sounds. Yeah. Hear, hear those sounds. Hear the sounds in your ear holes. My lord. Oh God, yeah, that would Mike be. Mike Lauer. That would be very intense. At the time of dating my now ex, I went to a uni where his parents happened to own a shop on campus too. Sometimes I'd stop and chat to them and other times I wouldn't. It was really dependent on my class schedule and also how good or bad the relationship was at the time with their son. (laughs) For a while now, I had been suspicious that he was cheating, but any evidence I found wasn't strong enough to prove he was. For example, I found a necklace in his room and he said it was his sister's. It was hard to know because it could have been his sister's, but why would she not put it in her own room? Anyway, one day I was at uni and I was walking near his parents' shop and his mum called out to me. I went over and we chatted and I was feeling a little bit awkward because my ex and I had a fight the night before when I was staying at their place. His mum asked me to come back and see her the next day because I'd left some stuff there and she'd put it in a bag for me to take home. I said okay and as asked, I came back the next day and saw her. She made a comment about not trying to invade my privacy and I shouldn't be embarrassed with her giving me a bag of my stuff back. When she was saying this, I was thinking, what is she talking about? What should I feel embarrassed about? Then she proceeded to hand me a bag and when I opened, it was full of bras and undies. Seeing all this clicked as to why she was feeling a bit awkward because she had gathered all of this to return to their son's girlfriend. Oh my god. The only thing was, not a single item in that bag, not one bra, not one pair of undies, not one G-string belonged to me. That was the only evidence I needed to know he was cheating. Oh my god. I, so fucking The gross. fact that there's multiple as well. I know. Like it's not just a bra. It's like, or like this, what are they, these girls are just going home without any underwear Seriously. on? Like this must be multiple, multiple times. Yeah. I didn't take the bag, obviously, and had to explain why, and she was devastated. A mixture of shock, disgust, and sadness. I said I'd miss her, and she understood what I meant. Flash forward many months and years, and the guy admits to cheating on me. I figured out that during the last six months of our relationship, he had cheated with seven different girls. Oh. My God, hence the bag of Mm, underwear. mm, Most of them I knew too. (sighs) This is the fucking worst. I was so hurt for so long, but I've completely transformed who I am as a woman because now I realize my worth. Yes, queen! (laughs) This is what we like to hear! (laughs) Ten years later, we speak at a party and by the end of the conversation, he's down on his hands and knees grabbing my ankles, begging me to take him back and said no one has ever lived up to me. Oh my God, what a brilliant moment. Vindication! (laughs) What a fabulous moment. Moral of the story is listen to your gut, know your worth, and don't let anyone treat you like a faded Bonds bra when you're clearly a honey birdette three-piece set. That is the (laughs) best. Oh, I love that. I love that. We are definitely turning that into a quote on our Instagram. 100%. Okay, next story. I went to this party at this massive property. It had this huge grassy area to it, and I met this guy and we hit it off. Obviously, because I'm hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, we get talking and end up hanging out on this dark hill. Super romantic, I know. And start kissing and whatnot. Let's just say things got frisky. After we finished, he vanishes and his brother, who was also at the party, said to me that he'd left. To be honest, I didn't care because I was having fun. Although I asked his brother why he left in such a hurry. And the brother goes, oh, he has a girlfriend. I was pretty shocked, although I'm pretty sure I replied YOLO and proceeded to drink to forget what I had unknowingly done. Oh, God. Anyhow, cut to one week later, 
This guy from the hill starts messaging me very flirtatiously. And I just reminded him that he has a girlfriend because I'm not making that mistake twice. Fast forward two weeks later and I'm going to the mall and I see him with his girlfriend. Oh no. But to make matters worse, it was literally one of my friends from my previous high school because I'd moved since then. Oh my God. It was so fucking awkward. I had to introduce myself again because the girl came running over to me to say hi. Ah! Oh my God. That is horrendous. That is like something you'd see in a movie. What would you do? I'd be like, I had sex with him two weeks ago. How does that make you feel? I reckon like after. Yeah. You'd like message her. I wouldn't do it. You'd be like, sorry, I was like so in shock when I saw you, but Mm. I couldn't believe, I couldn't not tell you, blah, blah, blah. How did he handle that situation? Yeah. We need more info. This one has a title. Deadbeat Doctor. Now this story, we have, I think, maybe talked about on the podcast before, but it's such a good story that it has to be told again. Again. I'd been seeing this doctor on and off for a couple of months. Surprise, surprise, he was an egotistical nightmare. But hey, it was a bit of fun and the sex was great. We weren't in a good place and at this stage it was just very casual sex and nothing more, thank God. One morning I wake up to a group text. Oh, I know what you're Yeah. The so-called genius has sent a text to three girls and mistakenly put it in a group message. He proceeds to say, this tune so reminds me of you. <laughs> And sent this to it's three just the girls. Worst because it's like, it's just so, such a lie. It's such a fuckboy move. Yeah, yeah. sent it to three different girls, the same song. Oh my God. I found it quite funny, so I had to reply with, all three of us? Must be a good song. <laughs> Safe to say, he then sent a private message to all three of us, scrambling, realizing his mistake. And that, my friends, is how you find out the guy you are seeing, or lack thereof, for me more recently, which in hindsight was a massive blessing, is seeing three girls at once. R.I.P. me, officially striking doctors off my dating list. Oh my God. That is just the ultimate. That is so funny. I think when I was doing research for last week's pod about narcissists and stuff, Mm. they'd had like, which was really interesting and I should have made notes of it and brought it to the podcast. I'll have to look it up. But they had like a list of demographics that are most likely to have like the most narcissists. And medical students were a really high percentage. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. There's this really hot doctor that goes to the cafe that I go to every morning before work, coffee shop. And every morning I look at him and I'm just like, oh. How do you know he's a doctor? Is he in his scrubs? He wears his scrubs, yeah. He's like on his way to work. Right. He might be a nurse. Or maybe he's on his way home from work. Yeah. I always worry, not worry, well, I guess it is worrisome. (laughs) Why would people be wearing their scrubs out in public? Because aren't scrubs meant to keep you and everyone, everything else clean? So if you're wearing them out in public, they're going to get dirty and you're going to transmit that dirt into the hospital. True. And onto patients. I don't know. I wasn't thinking that. I just like the way Well, you should ask him this. (laughs) He's also like six foot six or something and beautiful. God, that will get us every time. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at him and I was like, God, he's gorgeous. And then I had a thought to myself, I don't think I could date a doctor because I just can't imagine that we'd have much to talk about. (laughs) Because I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh my God. No, but then I started thinking that I don't really want 
want to date someone that takes their job way too seriously. Like if you're a doctor, you're a doctor 24-7. Yeah, yeah. If you're a lawyer, lie. you're a lawyer 24-7. But then I also want to date someone that's really fucking rich and they can buy me nice things. So it needs hard. to be like, an, like Cryptocurrency. a... Cryptocurrency. Yeah, or like a, a vlogger or something like that. Perfect. Yeah. Influencer, get free things. Yeah. That's oh the God. exact kind of people I want to date. A vlogger, an Instagrammer, a cryptocurrency guy. <laughs> I feel like I'd have less in common to talk about with someone that's into cryptocurrency. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last story. I was out with a friend one night and she spotted a guy she was keen on. Me being the ultimate wingwoman I am, I approached him with her and started talking. His friend came up and started flirting with me, but I wasn't interested in him. He wasn't really my type and I wasn't really attracted to him, so I kept shutting him down. They dropped a few times that they played rugby league and were staying nearby for a training camp but I don't follow it, so it didn't really mean anything to me at the time. As the night went on, my friend was super keen on this guy, so I humoured the friend. He was so flirty and forward and kept telling me that I would change my mind and get with him later. Oh, God. He was showering me with compliments and kept buying me drinks, so I just went with it. Fast forward to the end of the night, I've made sure my friend is cool with this guy and it's a done deal, so my wingwoman duty is complete, and I say I'm going to leave. The friend offers to walk me to get an Uber and I say I'm okay, but he comes anyway. He ended up hailing a cab for me and asking if he can drop me home. I tell him that nothing is going to happen and I live with my parents so he can't come home with me, but he's persistent and says he just wants to drop me home so we can spend more time together and he can get to know me more. I live about a 30 minute drive away and he's staying two minutes from the club, but he gets in the cab with me, drives all the way to mine and back and pays for the cab. I'm pretty drunk at this point, so I end up making out with him in the cab home. He kept trying to take things further, but I stopped him, and he was basically begging to come home with me. But I left it at a kiss and got out of there. We didn't exchange numbers or anything, and he didn't follow me on socials or anything, which, to be honest, I was relieved about, but in hindsight, thought it was a little unusual since he seemed so over-the-top keen. The next day, after debriefing with my friend, it turned out that they both played in the NRL. I tried to find him on Instagram and couldn't, but thought maybe I got the name wrong or whatever and I didn't think much of it. I kind of forgot about this whole night until a few months later when I'm at work, working on a social media campaign for a company that wanted to work with some NRL players. I was on my work Instagram account, researching some of the NRL teams and looking through the players when I came across his account. 2.5 seconds later, it was very obvious that he had a long-term girlfriend and they were very much still together. I felt so bad and then remembered the day after we met when I couldn't find him on Instagram. And so I quickly switched back to my own personal account, searched his name to find nothing and realized that he must have blocked me the night we met so I could never find out he had a girlfriend. Cheaters 101. It turned out we had mutual friends and my sister knew her. We had the chat about whether or not to reach out to the girlfriend and tell her. But when my ex cheated on me, I only found out because a girl reached out to me and I was so grateful. So we decided to tell her. She broke up with him like a legend. But about six months later, me and my sister were out and we walked past a group of her friends and one of them said to the others, there's the slut that hooked up with... And guys, that was my story, that last one. (laughs) That happened to me. (laughs) I was... When you were reading it, I was like, this sounds so familiar. And then I was like, oh, I'm not going to spoil this. I know this is your story. Huge boss move from the girlfriend though. She broke up with him and then captioned her photo. 
Thank you, next. Because that's right. right. Um, Ariana Grande song came out. Yes. But yeah, so we were out one night and I didn't actually hear this because I didn't know who these girls were, but we were walking past and Chloe was was like, oh my God. They were also friends of mine as well. So I was like, why the fuck are you talking shit about my sister? They didn't see me. They'd just seen you first. But didn't you go up to them and say that? I had no idea. And then she was like, I think it was just like one of those dumb things you say when you're blackout drunk. And then as soon as I confronted her, she was like, I'm so sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, don't. Don't talk about my my sister. sister. But I think at the same time, that's one of those risks that you do take when you do tell the girlfriend, Mm. when you say, oh, I did hook up with your boyfriend or I slept with your boyfriend. I didn't know he had a girlfriend or vice versa, whatever it is. It's, I think it's always the right thing to do to tell, but sometimes it does get messy like that where you and get you like slut shamed or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But mm. YOLO, you got to do what you got to do. And thank God that we did tell her because she ended up breaking up with him and now lives like a way better life, I'm sure, without mm. him. So you always do. Good riddance, right? Because relationship shark. <laughs> That's so true, Chloe. We'll leave you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Say no, guys. See you next week. <laughs>